Praise God. Good evening to you tonight. So, you see that topic alone looks like a whole, uh, a whole Bible verse, right? Longer than uh, some Bible verses. So, it's impossible to treat that in a night. I would actually need seven days, which I'm not going to do right now. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> Just it. I'm not joking. Uh, but so tonight I can't even get to the core, but I'm gonna lay a foundation that is vital the evolving world of finance and the stake of the nation in it. And so if I just want to start tonight for starters, I'll start with the evolving. Um, the word V is there because it's specific, then the action comes, the specific the specificness then the action which is evolving meaning something is growing is changing then of course the world then finance and all that but let me lay the important foundation tonight and so in foundations we're just talking foundations are important because regardless of what you try to put on the place if the if the foundation is not right you damage the whole building. So it means that you've wasted money. What is happening with most of our lives is that we're building. We're trying. You're hard working. Um, even you came from a good family, whatever. You're trying. But the foundation is faulty. So even if you're an upright person in life, life will still go wrong because the foundation is faulty. And the Bible was clear. If the foundation is faulty, what can the upright do or the righteous? It's faulty. Now, when you think about faulty, do you not think that means there's something wrong with the foundation? Sometimes... There is nothing wrong with the foundation. It is just that what you're trying to build on it, it cannot take it. It is faulty, does not just mean they didn't build it well. They built it to a certain capacity. So when we begin to expand our dreams or our vision, the better one, or what we want to become in life, the first thing to dig out is the foundation. Because no matter what you want to become, it falls back to who you've been. The bedrock of life. How you were set. Because we all someday, somehow, if we're not conscious of it, we go back to that foundation. So, all of a sudden, some of us will grow up in families with limited foundation. We want to become the next world changer. Then it comes back to the foundation. But I'm not talking about foundation tonight. I just wanted to let you know that if we're talking about the evolving world of finance and the stake of the nation in it, it means your stake in it. What is your part in it? Because don't forget this. The world will always be the world. We've said this many times. Don't, don't let anyone deceive you. We're not going to stay in heaven. Whatever happens on earth 
when the catching up of the saints happens is very short is very temporary so i said that to say that and the bible confirms these things but i said that to say that the world will always be the world you will have the will of god which is kingdom system then you have the system so in takeovers you're not going to erase the system because it will always be there you're just going to build a superior system that spreads in time that means that you have to understand the system too you have to appreciate and understand because what Christians do is they think system will change overnight so they can't take advantage of it and enter the system by the will. So, so what, what we're going to do tonight is to lay a very, a, a very solid foundation, however simple, and maybe some of the things you will hear me say tonight, you've heard it before, like the strongest foundation is love. So it means that without love, remember when we talk about the base of the heart, the brain receives signal because the brain is just a receiver. Even science proves that many times. The brain is just a receiver. It's not a creator. It receives signals. So, and that signal is dependent on where you're connected to so people want to go nations want to go and put their satellite remember we talked about these things last week put their satellite out of this world they can send signals to many people and many nations at the same time because of some powerful satellites in space and maybe maybe beyond but god's signal base is the heart who you are so if that's the foundation if that's everything that would ever pass signal to your brain if that place is not fixed you can hope on a god that is out there but you see it will not pass you any signal from out there because he's not interested in sending you signal from outside of you so it won't do it so it needs to fix the base and the first thing that has to be in the base to attract him even is the love life again when you heard love you heard phone calls right i'm not talking about phone calls i'm not talking about invitation i and it's such a pity that i have to repeat that but i have to it is not about how someone calls you it is not about if they invited you to their birthday dinner listen if that even still offends you you're so far away from what i'm talking about even though that is still human to feel it is human to feel rejected 
even if that's the case or not, if there are situations that look like that, you are not inhuman to feel that. You're not inhuman. You're not even wrong in human standard to gossip, so to speak. You're not evil. However, the fact that it's not wrong or it's not inhuman does not mean it will fit into divine agenda. It makes you a loser, really. So, if and you, you need to start looking for love scriptures for me, John talks a lot about love, right? This is the foundation that must be laid, otherwise, we're gonna waste our time. The more your heart grows in love, the more God's power is revealed to you. It's gotta be that. That's the deal. Look, you can repent from not walking in love forever. God will keep forgiving you. But it still does not mean anything. Actually, maybe, what we should do is to go to the behaviors of love. Maybe that's the first thing we should do. Love does not, love does not. That, that, that scripture there is double-edged because the Bible says God is love. So, the reason why I said it's double-edged is because it speaks about our behavior. This is interesting. Then it speaks about how God behaves. So, anything outside of this character is not God. Neither should it come from you too. It means if you look at this character and you do the same, you've become him because again maybe we should first read God is love then we read love does not so if you have the same virtues so to speak virtues in court for lack of English words you've become him so the reward does not just stop with the character that you try to exhibit it is just the start of something bigger it also demonstrates the power it is out of that that the gifts flow remember the gift of the spirit that we spoke about on sunday how do you know how to do something better how would you know if if you're a trader if you're a pastor which most of you are if you lead um, COD if you are protocol if you are Kalimanji how would you know to do it better what, what sharpens you the most what is the most powerful spiritual instrument that sharpens you love you want to serve your leader you want to know how best to connect with his spirit not behavior but behavior yeah human behavior Today I can want a cup of tea here. Tomorrow I can want it there. If you want to keep running after that alone, you have to run after excellence. But if you want to keep running after that alone, it will take you time and you probably will never make it. You want to be the best, your out of love must expand. Then you will wirelessly connect with the heart of someone. You can love a generation to the point where you connect with them and you become relevant to them.
so that when they are talking about the people they love yeah or the people they like either out of love or not love they would have to talk about you you've become relevant if you want to be doing things to be relevant to that generation it will cost you money you will be frustrated you will be doing things you don't like and you probably will still not connect but the wireless download the one that makes you behave without knowing why you're even doing the things you're doing until the result comes what happened to Adam in Eden when Christ Christ remember this when Christ came into him the word when he came from the east you remember that and poured himself into Adam I told you before and I've said this many times and I will still say it many times they didn't have to teach him they didn't have to say if you want to talk open your mouth like this he knew how to talk without being thought <laughs> he was created in the image of God so he began to behave like God without being thought this is supernatural it's a realm that realm was put into Adam and he began to behave like that it is wireless so God didn't have to take him through how to walk the moment he stood up he knew how to walk you want that kind of wireless download it has to be true the Wi-Fi password has to be love tell me dear friends dear friends let us love one another for love comes from God everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God do you see one of the signs of being born again is love let me tell you a religious person is incapable of love he cannot do it he can call you on your birthday but that's not love he can be nice to you talk to you nicely until all those things expire the moment you move up and he's down there you see behavior you see who they are that's a short one but you learn that later in life everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God so how do you know someone knows God love someone wants to tell you how they know God by Bible verses because they quoted five they don't know God and say I know God if you see how long I pray for it, you just talk a lot quietly by yourself in your room you're, you're sick it doesn't mean you know God you're just talking you're just everything that your mind has been saying to you you're just saying it to an invincible person that does not mean you know God you can't pray without knowing him because who are you talking to tell me whoever does not love does not know God did Be you see that why because God is love aha uh -huh. because God is love one of the most powerful scripture if not the most powerful it describes who God is it's simple now can you grow in love yes can you learn how to demonstrate love more yes can you fall out of love and repent yes so how exactly does love manifest 
we'll read that later in this we know love we'll read that later but if love is not at the foundation of us understanding the financial evolution and what is at stake in it we would have wasted all our time you must confess love you must actually say it that you love people you must actually say it. even when your mind opposes it when your mind wants to fight you must walk in love you must say it boyfriends and girlfriends you're quick to say love to each other but the guy using his mouth to tell you he loves you you know how many people he's told you know how many people he will tell later so stop that and confess it where it is necessary for you for your good yeah God is love love does not or love does love is patient now Lo we've jumped to first corinthians 13 verse 4 then it begins to tell us what god is what love is love is patient did you see that love is so so the way i read this is god is patient so if i have patient i've become a god in this realm love is patient uh-huh love is kind uh-huh it does not envy uh-huh it does not boast yeah it is not proud that's right it does not dishonor others okay it is not self-seeking okay it is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrongs does that help anyone who you know when people say well i think what is happening in my life now is that god there's a sin i did thousands of years ago and God is holding it against me look you can say that from now till tomorrow and still sin tomorrow so it doesn't make us feel like you are some holy person or some repentant person we know you have not repented and God knows however the Bible says God that's love does not keep record of wrongs it doesn't think about your wrongs it doesn't think about what you did yesterday well if you want to continue to sin then you'll say okay that means if i sin today by tomorrow it would have forgotten do whatever you like however so you know the truth still it does not keep it keeps no record of wrongs now so as human now i wonder if you keep record of wrongs so a person says they know God and they pray but if you open their file they have a file where they keep records now again your family head is not in trouble because some stubborn people say oh you're keeping record of wrong that I did last year again you know the truth I won't even bother it keeps no record of wrongs tell me love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the what truth. is the truth the word it rejoices in christ tell me it always protects always trusts always hopes always perseveres uh-huh love never fails but where there are wait, wait so in on the way out or something after sunday service or on the way out sunday or monday I've been asked about prophecies. You've seen what prophecy, the gift of prophecy, miracle walking, and all those stuff. They are powerful. 
But the Bible says here where there are prophecies, they will cease. There are times they stop operating. Where there are tongues, they will be still. Uh-huh. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. So if you have knowledge and prophecies and all of these things, if you look at the old list we read on Sunday and perhaps you feel like I don't think I have any of these gifts guess what all of them will pass away but look at verse 9 for we know in part and we prophesy in part but when completeness comes what is it in says part? every other thing will I'm not sure translation says all of them will fail said, but love never fails so no matter how gifted a person is if you've got love and they've got prophecy guess who won't fail you because however powerful and accurate they are they will still fail ah, you didn't hear that we've seen gift he said they will cease they, they, and by cease that's not at the end of time it means they get to a level where the gift of prophecy or miracle working cannot enter some doors. He said, but at that point, play the card of love. Because there is no level in this realm that love cannot break. So pursue love, not spiritual gifts. If you want to have the lesser, get the higher. You didn't hear what I just said. The Bible says upon this hang all the laws and the prophets. I need that as well. So you, you, you want to make sure that you, I, I don't know what I will be at 40. If we started church at 25, 26. I've seen people that we, how do I use this word now? Begged saved money i've told you a story before when god said go on a certain tv channel as in we beg to be on that tv channel but of course begging you still beg with your money 1004 or two i can't remember so don't go and listen to and say the pastor like said one two nine said one four i'm not going to be storing 100 pounds difference kept it in my pocket decided not to go on bus because we want to get on that channel and imagine the first day they were, the, the person was sitting down with me and saying, you know, what I don't like about pastors is that sometimes they are not honest because they come and pay for the first month and they don't have money to continue, but they tell you they have money to continue. I'm thinking, exactly me. What do you think? You thought I stored up money to come on the channel? I just want to see one month and trust God. So I said, I'm not like those pastors. Never mind. And guess what? We started with one for a month. Before we left, we were paying like 8K a week. And we didn't have a storehouse. The first money was bus pass money. But you see, I've seen owners of those channels years after come to the HQ to sit down and say, help me. Like, what can you do? I've seen that. And they say, I can't believe this. Like, How? How are you the one? Let me tell you. If it was prophecies, some of you are dreamers. You've dreamt in your dream that you were living in a mansion one day. Are you living in a mansion? 
well, if you're living in a trap house, yes. But most dreamers I met, when we were growing church, they dreamt they were driving a big car. <laughs> they just took, anyway, let me know. I'm working in love. It didn't happen. Let's just say, yeah, it just didn't happen. If there are prophecies, if there are dreams, so we didn't know that was coming. But I knew God wanted me to reach a people at the time. And the reason why I saved that and I would rather walk instead of going on bus. And you see, you can see the friends then driving their big cars and big music in it. And driving past. But I can't touch that one penny there. Because it is not just love for people. So you've heard again love for people, love people, love one another. It's love for God first then love for people is two it's the only two commandments so God had taught me to do something I feel it's leading me to do something I love him so much and that's why I revere him I love him to fear him I don't fear him without love fear without love is destructive did you hear me? Uh -huh. fear without love destroys everything so I love him and because of that I fear him and because of that mm -hmm. so we'll stay away from sin because we love him to fear him so I don't mind confession confession is just me saying thumbs up whatever whatever it turns out to be in 10 years it turns out to be I'll just be watching but you do know the truth but that doesn't mean you can't be human but how your humanity then turns out <laughs> no that's humanity okay let's just conclude that so then but what i wanted to say with that because we're just talking tonight what i want to say with that is i didn't know what it would then be 12 13 14 years after but what did not fail if it was prophecy it is failed. What did not fail? The love. So what God has here is love. So how can I then predict 10 years? I grow in love. Then in that love, every gift that is necessary to become what PT or spouse needs to become, if it is a gift called money, is if it's the gift of operating in the prophetic ministry, if it is the gift of healing, it will come. Because I have the superior, then the inferior, the gift of healing, the gift of, they are all inferior to love. So the inferior answers to the superior. And so if that's not the basis of our conversation, if the basis is just, let's just make this money, then what the money you make today, even if you do, what the money you make today, what it will be in 10 years, you don't know. You may have it, but have no influence or impact whatsoever. But if you don't make money now, you should. You should make money. I'm not going to be shy to tell people to make money. You should make money, real money. Yeah. If Christians don't like that, they can go and hang themselves. But they should remember that they will buy a rope. And that will cost money. You want to hang you, you've got to make money. And the river you want to jump in,
to clear your heart. So make enough money for taxpayers. The churches just, they just talk about money in that church. They just talk about money. I'm sure the people you think are inspired will like me, Pete, just coming to talk about poverty. Believe me, they would rather kill you and go prison than Pete coming to talk about poverty. It's not good. It's a sin. It's a sin to have potential and not fulfill it. If you don't want to make money, don't make money. Fulfill your potential and let's see if you will make money or not. It will come to you naturally. Anyways, were we reading something? Hearing that, Jesus had silenced the Sadducees. How did I get into the morning one? I wanted to say something and I forgot. Anyways, you'll catch up. It will all join up later. But when they tell me. The Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the Lord, tested him with this question. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Yeah. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God. With what? All your heart. Then? With all your soul. The heart is the base. The soul is the emotions. So, you imagine people love God with their heart sometimes because they believe there is God. But their emotions, they don't love God with their emotions. So, even if you're doing God's stuff, you cannot walk out of love because the person in choir or the person in prayer team or the person in your house offended you and you are zealous towards God's work, but you violated love. You just violated soul and your mind. Tell me. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. What is it? Love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, so you, you, I, I, I get it. I get the gist of in order to love your neighbor, you have to love yourself. But some people, since they started loving themselves, they've never come back. They are not back to now use it on their neighbor. They didn't come back. They just, they just say, I'm still trying to love to learn my, love myself. It's a good place to hide. You're just going to hide there and love yourself. I think I get to meet me more the more I love my neighbor. Anyways, but, love, but you've got to love yourself. The Bible is clear. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Uh-huh. All the law and the prophets. Do you know what the law means? Let me tell you. All the law. Who is the embodiment of the law? Moses. What is Moses? This guy parted the Red Sea. Ten plagues over Egypt. Burning bush. One day Moses was speaking and the ground opened his mouth and swallowed those who opposed him. Moses commanded food, manna. In the middle of nowhere, Moses was powerful. Moses took, Moses caused economic revolution. It took three million people. Moses birthed a nation overnight. That's so powerful. Moses is almost everything. That's the law. Then the prophets. Many prophets. But let's just take the main one. Elijah. You know what Elijah did? Powerful guy. Many miracles. He raised the dead, you know. That's Moses and Elijah. But the Bible says, all the law, everyone who walked in the law, 
and the prophets, not just Elijah, all of them, Isaiah, great men, big boys. All the law and the prophet do what? Hang on these two commandments. Do you know what it means for something to hang on something? Do you? It means without it, it's not standing. All the law and the prophet, all this power move and all that, hang on these two commandments. Tell me. While the Pharisees were gathered together. And what are the two commandments? Love God, love people. So all those power you saw, they, they are not cancelled by, the, by love. They hang on it. In other words, if you put the main thing up, all the other things will be on it. If you don't put the main rope up, then all the miracles and power you want to see, they have nothing to hang on. So you don't pray for the gifts. Get the anger. Yeah, because they hang on, right? So get the anger and all the other things hang on it. It is not the gifts that you walk on. It's the anger. So this sister in church has been in church for years. But she's never taken the matter of love seriously. She's a pity talk about it. And she thought that's all going to be nice. I didn't talk. The, the law and the, and the prophet do not hang on niceness. Because sometimes when love is in demonstration, it's not nice. Imagine your doctor loves you so much that it can, and there is something killing you that it can operate and get about. It doesn't want to inject you, you see. And it's looking at you saying, if we inject this person and we cut her open, there'll be stitches on her body. So what, doctor? He says, I love her so much. I love her flesh. I don't want to, I don't want stitches. Is that doctor helping you? It's killed you. But does he argue every time you come for consultation? He does, even though you pay him. Our pastors leave us with organs in us rotting. But we have consultation. So you get the right alert on your birthday. You get hugged. You get spoken to nicely. And it's so nice for what you're trying or what you've become. But the rot inside will take, it will take love to cut you open and to take out what is wrong with the system and stitch it back. Because most times when love has been imposed on you, so to speak, imposed, most times when you've met love or when you have demonstrated love, you will need stitches. Your flesh will not be the same again. You will not look as fresh as you look and what has happened to you is love has saved your life most times when love happens to you first by you receiving it because most of the people that will be able to give you love will have stitches they will have stripes and so when you fully develop in love and you begin to demonstrate it you will also stripe others because you will have stripes too and it goes on and on and so anyone who carries love cannot be without marks. Are you listening to me tonight? And the real demonstration of love is the mark. 
it happened to you first and you have to give it also and as you grow in this love God begins everything that hangs on love everything the power of God revelation open eyes and vision understanding finances everything that hangs on it begins to demonstrate and work in your life without you knowing how so you're not praying for open eyes you're expanding your love capacity you're growing in love that's what is happening to you and in case again because this is the most difficult topic because once people hear it they just think about how nice they've been and how they've tolerated many people they say if not for love what I would have done <laughs> what I would have done sister you hear me you might as well go do it because you've done it it doesn't work by you not doing it physically it works from the own ground you want to read something quickly tell me all of the law and the writings of the prophets take their meaning from these two commands without this commandment they are meaningless you will not see their manifestation so in churches we started things like love feasts until we realize that don't give them this adult food they will end up fighting in love feasts they're gonna fight each other at love feasts because there was no love love does not let's go back to that please quickly love is patient love is kind about you're going back you were reading so for we know in part and we prophesy in part but when completeness comes what is in part disappears when i was a child i talked like a child i thought like a child i reasoned like let me a just child. conclude this love is maturity ability to be a peacemaker grace of a large heart <sighs> yeah that's so simple right yeah if I wasn't in spark I would have said as simple as it is more than 95 percent of those listening will never do it and never have a large heart but I'm in spark and you've demonstrated a level of togetherness so I believe most of you will it is love for God so don't so you see why I cannot start the evolution and I stick without this what do all the gifts that will get you to where you're going what do they hang on this is what they hang on the evolution of the finance world and the stake of the nation in it so now I can give you one or two more foundations I don't want to preach tonight we need to talk because we don't want to end life without taking nations there is no negotiation and it's not the Christian word imagine 
these thoughts that I share with you, I've been sharing it since we were in a little room somewhere. I just told you the TV story. I won't go on that TV even if they beg me to come right now. To do what? To preach there? To other people? I won't. But of course, they've got many other things that you can work with. If they want me to come, I'll say, you go save one for and come back to me. One thousand for save it. Then come back, then I'll have a speech about, you know, some people just come and months after. Of course, that won't happen. I won't. Because we don't need to anymore. But you see that commandment there and that love. As long as it is, as far back as it may look, for me, to you it will look like 12 years or 13 years, whatever. For me, it looks like a day ago because it's still the same person. But the issue is that commandment there and that love there was not to make us big in Christian world. It's not the TV. It is today's TV, what young people are watching today. That's what you sold for then. Did you understand that? No wonder a year, two years after, it didn't look like the result. In fact, we thought we saw a result. There was a time truck group, but with many older people because they were watching that TV and said, wow, wow. And they came and you prayed for them and they got miracle and testified and said, wow, that TV thing really worked. God is saying, I didn't, we thought that was the, that was the abyss. That was not the abyss. But either that was there or not, there was something that was constant. So giftings changed in time. We prophesied. We healed. We did all of that. It changed. Because whereas we thought it was the healing, go and check the archives. There were so many healings and there were testimonies and it was ground shaking. But God was going somewhere. The only problem is if I've monetized healing, if I made it the money place or whatever gifting, then that's all you'll get. But God wants a generation, not even just a nation. He wants a generation. Nation is start. Generation is the most important. So we're still talking nation. We're going to generations. Anyways, maturity is love. It is love. It's to walk in love. Is to grow in love. Love is patient. It told us what love is. So you might want to write those things down and check where you are heart. And if you keep that the focus, then all the prophecies that PT has given that would happen to you or to the nation family, all the um, wisdom, the word of wisdom or knowledge that we've shared will be meaningful because you've got love. Otherwise, podcast on Mondays, um, all the word, word conference summit, they'll be meaningless to you. So if you ever grow to a state and stage where it looks like, yeah, I gave a lot, I did this and nothing happened, it's meaningless. It is not pity. It is you add all those things but there's nothing they hang on 
they didn't they couldn't manifest because they are there you heard you even remember when you just heard the word and said the word today is the best it's powerful it got to you and it's true and it got to you and you're not lying about the fact that it got to you but you see there was nothing they could hang on and so when people say things like, oh people just behave nice when they see when it is the main pastor is pity so they behave nice i'm thinking i don't want to know how they behave in the secret it's none of my business and you saying it i think you are too occupied with other people's behavior by the way but good for you good for them none of my business again given works but it has to hang on something because it's no more powerful than love why because giving is from love it is not love it is from it for love so loved the world that he gave uh -huh. so giving is from love that means love is still superior to giving however it does not cancel giving because it's his child you understand this did we finish all the behaviors of love tell me first John 3 16 tell me this is how we know what love is how do we know what love is Jesus Christ laid down his life for us uh, I don't want to assume that you know the connection if you remove first John you'll just have John 3 16 in John 3 16 you have the most popular scripture for God so loved I've told you before in John 3 16 we didn't know what love is it just says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever you know even unbelievers can finish that for me right but it has nothing to hang on so it's meaningless to them but this is how we know love uh-huh Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Did you see that? The only way we know love is the laying down of our lives. It's simple. Let nobody deceive you. There's no other way we know love. So it is because this is love to lay down our life for the sake of the brothers and sisters. So those of you who live with people who accommodate people, it is sometimes you need your quiet yes or no and those of you who live there because of sacrifice even though you can't tell me you live in a mansion sacrificing I don't understand that sacrifice but whatever it is love when you make decisions that change our community and it affects you you're working in love at that point all this word can hang so the affecting the not having the whatever you want to call it that is happening to you is your power base and upon that hangs all the laws and the prophet now what do you then exhibit in the middle of sacrifice patience it does not envy it's not boastful it's not all the things we read but it is not just those behavior. It is, I've laid down your life 
then in the middle of all that you then bring out these virtues so you can't say well because i've laid down my life i'm impatient then you nullify the laying down of life because that's against love remember this also there is no light without love he who loves walk in the light first john i told you to look for scriptures and i've not even started what i wanted to talk to you about tonight because i want to talk about realms but without this understanding of love so what causes revival wealth revival financial revival among us love in a world where everybody you know people really don't know what they're doing they hear one story they condemn the person they are hearing about it's at the moment it's nice because you have you say we can express ourselves now we can talk what we want destroying their own lives daily of course you don't join them in that right don't condemn nobody it's their problem but in this we know love that a man should lay down his life for another and when he's laid down his life we begin to see the attributes of love and upon that hangs all the laws and the prophets so if i'm not seeing the manifestation of the laws and the prophet in a person's life i already know what is wrong it doesn't matter if in my presence they then see another sister and say yeah you <laughs> i don't care they can do that for themselves for me that's dramatic i don't care if they ignore the person it doesn't matter because eventually we would see because scriptures cannot lie scripture does not lie upon this and all the laws and the prophets all the power that Moses used all the all the drama of Elijah Solomon was under the law all his wealth upon love and all of this and God is love so the moment someone grows in love you become into intertwined with God and one with him so it's not your prayer life that gives you the power it's love it is love that makes you pray not the other way it's love and there is no better expression of love than what you already do as this system because it tests your mind and soul it tests on a daily basis sometimes hourly basis who you love the most self or god when you feel like i just want to be alone but there are people who have demands on you whose life you're touching when you feel like you want to do wrong but you think of the people first when it is within your power to just go away I just want to go away for a while and clear my mind but there are people who need you and someone says you know you might die just doing that because you're always attending to people but when love is the compelling force it's a different ball game when you respond to self it's still fine it's okay because you're human but if you want to enter that less level of power where nothing fails 
where giving does not fail. I've seen giving fail before. But I'm also a testament of giving not failing. It never failed because the driving force of it was his love. How do I say this without sounding boastful? So I would rather not say it, even though it's important. Tell me, what are you reading? First John 2, 9. Tell me. Anyone who claims to be in the light, but hates a brother or sister, is still in the dark. Do you understand what hate means, though? You have to look for some clouds. I'm not, I can't have the time tonight. Because what people quickly say is, I don't hate anybody. I don't hate them. Of course, you hate everybody. So just saying it, well, maybe that could be helpful as well. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother or sister is still in the darkness. So not just darkness, the darkness. There's a specific one. There are darknesses. But there is then this one. Why is it this? We'll get there maybe tonight. Verse 10, quickly. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light. And there is nothing in them. So that means, look at this. So, Pastor Dari concluded Sunday service by saying light is the fastest in this realm, right? Is that still correct till today? The speed of light is powerful. So if you are not the light, you'll be left behind. You will not be able to relate with a generation because you are the light of the world, not the light of the church. So if you're going to be relevant, most of you now in your 20s, if you're going to be relevant in the next 20 years, 10 years, it's light. Because what that makes you do is you'll be ahead of your time. It means each time we'll meet up with you. You'll have gone ahead. How do you maintain that firepower? Anyone who loves their brother or sister lives in that light. So if there's no love, you're left behind. That's what I'm trying to say. So even though you may look like you're doing well today, you may look like you're breaking through now, your few years down the line is not guaranteed. And that's why you'll be rushing to store up money somewhere. It's not guaranteed. But how did I know that with a storehouse or without, a pity or stagnation will be relevant in 2021 because love keeps me in the light. And you see, when light is manifesting, it may not look like light is manifesting at the time because you have to live in it before you become it. Anyone who loves lives in the light. In other words, they don't come first. God comes first. And there is nothing in them to make them stumble. Look at this. Look at this. Reduce that a little bit. This is important. Please don't get lost at this point. And there is nothing in them. That's why he uses the word the darkness because the darkness is not outside of you. It's in you. If the light therefore that is in you be darkness. So the darkness is not outside first. There are darknesses outside. But the most, the most wicked darkness is in you. The darkness of a misinformed life. You didn't hear that. 
You know when all your theories are misinformation. You didn't hear me. I know you didn't hear. The darkness because knowledge is the light. The word is the light. If what you think is true about life is wrong. You see that one is not happening from backlights. Hey, how do I say this tonight? In other words, you know, you can have a darkness in you. And because that backlight treated you wrong. From the inside, you begin to feel something is wrong with you. If Mr. Ben treated you wrong, his wrong is not affecting him or you physically. It comes to the darkness in you and steers up that darkness and makes you feel something is wrong with your life. Then you say, without even putting it in words, you say, I'm just a woman. I'm, I know I have Down syndrome. You see, that's knowledge. You, know, you understand? Or whatever. I don't even know what Down syndrome is. I, but I know it's a disease. I whatever. You say, you see, I have this and that. You see, English has put it in words for you. And it's now in you. If the darkness in you be your community. Meaning you believe from a community you can't reach this height. Listen, it's in you. It might be showing outside, but it's only confirming what is in you. How else can I explain this? So anyone who loves their brothers or sisters lives in the light and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. You, 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 you understand the word stumble? To trip. They will not, they will not, I don't want to say they will not make mistakes. But it's like they will not make mistakes in life. Life will not be full of mistakes and regrets. Because there is nothing in them. They are not misinformed. They, let me just put it that way. They are not misinformed. Now, quickly you would then think, yeah, there's no area of my life where I'm misinformed. Can I say this? Almost every area you're misinformed. Until you came to this house. Even religion misinformed us. And when we were in our church life, the light that is in us, even though it's darkness, is information. So imagine how many people are misinformed and the light, the darkness is in them. So if I were you, I'll be looking for the things in my life that is misinformation. If someone says, if you want to buy this, if you put enough money aside, you know that's good information. But it's, it's the darkness, it's specific. Did you want to read something? I can't go faster than I, I need to. He said, and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. Let me, maybe this will help us better. Tell me. Whoever loves his brother, believer, abides, lives in the light. And in it or in him, there is oh, no... Oh, by the way, that's why he said is believer. So that's not your biological person. Even though you should love those ones too. But believers first. And the criteria, listen to this, and it's a, it's a doctrine, it's a Christ doctrine, by the way. If someone is your biological brother, and someone is your believer brother, believer brother comes first in the household of faith, is the believer first. I'm not just saying church members now, so don't say, oh, if it's inspired, no, believer. 
you do good to the believer first. That's how God sees it. Because to God, there's no biological stuff. He's your brother the moment you confess the same Christ. Your believing brother comes first. Then any other person. That's how the order of faith works. When he talks about doing good, he said, especially to the household of faith first. Tell me. Abides, lives in the light, and in it or in him, there is no occasion for stumbling. Or cause. For error or sin. I love the fact that I put error there. There's no cause for error because he lives in the light. How does he live in the light? Love. How do you find areas of misinformation? If you grow in love, light, spotlights will come on misinformation and you'll change it. It's still love. Tell me. I will read in the next one. Oh, tell me. 1 John 4, 15. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God. Did you see how we started that scripture? I don't think you do. Let's read it again. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know. No, no. Do you know what I want to bring out of that? this temple matter I know we closed it but we closed it to say where he is not where he is interested to live in is in you so whoever acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God God lives so they are now the temple I'm going somewhere God lives in them whoever lives in love uh -huh. lives in God and God in them so where does he live heaven he wants to live in you because you are that temple so again Ephesians prayed the prayer for our inner man to be enlightened right so that we may know what is the length the breadth the depth and to know the love of Christ and then he says this kind of love that Christ carries maybe we should go to that prayer passes understanding so you cannot know it by studying it it has to come live in you and then your capacity to love God and love others will become so enormous that a normal person cannot understand it they can't understand why you give or live like this because the love of God poured in your heart passes human understanding why would you love people like this what are you getting out of this what i'm getting out is god so it cannot be gold it has to be god because if it is god and that's the first asset is this presence spirituality is an asset love is the main asset it gets all the gold in this world on a platter of gold it gets all the mineral resources because upon this asset uh, maybe you begin to see the shape of where i'm going to in the evolution 
evolution will not be evolution for you if you live in the light because they will only meet you there is this too much it, it is that's why we the holy ghost has to put the evolving finance world because i have to that's why i started with system and will will of god takes you ahead of the system but it does not nullify the system it is just that from the mountain top you will be able to see the system and how it's changing and you take advantage of it in a positive way so it is not your knowledge of the business world first it is not your knowledge of what market is going up first it is your knowledge of god first which is the which is love once you get that because what happens when i begin to speak like this we're talking about especially in a spark nation where everybody's up and doing and you're trying to move fast da, da, da. what happens is you may take your eyes off love and fix it on kalimanji no ebenezer needs to learn love and grow in it of course without taking his eyes off the system so it will master the system well and hey i'm sorry but not sorry it will manipulate it positively to the advantage of the kingdom it will do that to the system if he understands the will the will of god will make you because the will in the kingdom is the system of the kingdom and so what god established is finally we have a system called spark nation but it came out of knowing the will being in the will living by daily bread brought us into systems so when you see the houses they are systems now but they came out of the will but how did the trap houses happen pity walking in love houses one young person love will right then it grew into a system now how will this system spread around the world we grow more in love you didn't hear me so my the focus is not we really want to be 100 houses the focus is we grow in love but then we will not despise the houses because we've now seen that out of the will comes a system because in this world you still have to have a system so take your eyes off system into will then systems will be established then what happens most times is when systems is established so let's say you have 28 houses you now keep your eyes on system and you're working at system and you take your eyes off god and not, not just saying oh god we love you know the, the the love you read people more than love people if you want to read people right love them the Bible says, and Jesus looking at this young man that came to him in the middle of the night, loved him. He loved him. So love is intentional, right? Love is an instrument also that you can take out, like an instrument, like you, a screwdriver, and use it. He looked at him. He wants to have revelation to tell him the truth. He looked at him, and he loved him. And then he said, verily, verily, I say unto you, he loved him do you have any other scripture I, actually Ephesians 3 let's quickly read that 
For this reason, I kneel before the Father. From, from whom the whole family in heaven and on earth derives his name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. This is the first asset I want to discuss in finances, spirit. First, let me submit that you see the 1% that rules the world, they are strong in spirit. It may not be the Holy Spirit, but they are strong. And if you start making little money, by little I mean million, you will take your eyes off your spirit, especially if you've been deprived of money for long. Then when you start making billions, which you want, for, for those in the world who don't understand the spirit asset, I want to talk about the spirit realm in a minute. If you don't understand, then you take your eyes off your spirit and you're now focusing your structure. You're focusing wanting to make money. Spirit weakens. Structure looks like it's growing. But when it is tested by a new day, it crashes. You see those who sing and stuff like that. Focus will be on their vocals. Yeah? And their whatever else. They neglect spirit. So the spirit is not strong enough to take the toughness of their industry. Spirit is the first asset. Now, you're starting on an advantage ground because you're born again. So your spirit is stronger than even those who are billionaires today, but they are spiritual. So don't let their facade deceive you because you can't handle money at that level without spirit. You have to. I remember reading an article by the Facebook man and the other Bill Gates saying he told him the younger the older one the younger one said the older one said go to so so in India to a spiritual temple and have a word when he wanted to do XYZ and when we speak in tongues it looks embarrassing looks embarrassing right because we're not supposed to be spiritual of course there are many Christians who are embarrassing However, when we pray in tongues, it's embarrassing. When a billionaire goes to sit quietly before a statue that have all kinds of stuff on his head and touches it a little bit, it's not weird. It's fine. You see what money does? Money can redefine everything you've got wrong before. And all of a sudden, it looks okay. So people don't eat tongues. They don't like the people who speak it. It's not the tongue they hate. In Kanye West's new album, in the weather's annoying way, which I would have said, bro, come on, man. There was someone praying in tongues. And we're all buying the album. So after all, it is not the tongues they hate. It is the mouth speaking the tongue. It's just that this mouth is hungry. Like... But they are liking you now because they see you in all this nice clothes and you pray in the spirit. There's no, imagine a rapper or someone thinking pity is weird and crazy because he prays in tongue. In what world are we mates in anything? 
so they begin to like it and they feel it's fine because of we speaking it but in the past is to a new generation it is who it is associated with they don't dislike nothing they just don't like poverty even when they speak against prosperity they don't like poverty so we are going to use our spiritual strength as the capital for political and financial power no you didn't hear me you didn't hear that I said that spiritual strength what I need to teach over the seven days not these seven days is how to use that spiritual capital understand evolution I don't care if you are in uni wherever you are the Bible says building up your most holy faith it calls it building up so there is a strength there whenever you are building up something you you are building up in gyms but the Bible says you can build up your most holy faith so I guess what is happening to some of us when you're weak in your spiritual asset is that you had the word of faith about giving but you didn't build it up so what we did in those days and now is even when we're giving we're praying in the spirit building up the faith why are we playing SoundCloud about giving when it is about to be time to give because we're building up that faith line that capacity uh, our faith in giving so it's not that I'm doubting if God told me to give 50 I'm not doubting if I should or not the 50 is there but I'm building up the faith I want by the time I'm sending it I want my faith to be charged I'm building something how to convert spiritual assets because the spirit is the asset for your political and financial power so I'm talking to those who are in college or uni don't take your eyes off the spirit that generates power but if the spirit is going to be filled it's, it comes with the base of love so again someone can be praying Holy Spirit come in me Holy, abide in me and let my word abide in you we just want to see where it dwells in you John 15 isn't it tell me quickly I am the true wait, vine. Wait, wait, we didn't finish Ephesians right please let's read it sorry guys so that Christ may dwell in your hearts that he may strengthen you with power so that Christ may dwell in your heart now listen to this now we've said the heart is the base right when Christ comes to dwell somewhere he cannot be a shared apartment it's too big to share with your dad, mom, whatever. That Christ may dwell, it takes over. That is his new temple. And why does he want to dwell there? He wants to fill us with all the fullness of God. And why? So that we can make heaven? No. As someone rightly put it this week, and I find it funny, but in children, that if heaven was the goal, God will not give gift of healing. Because if you're sick, you die. Why won't he heal you? He wants you to come to heaven anyways. So why is there a gift of healing? So that Christ may dwell, may live. You understand dwelling? 
if he can't find your heart, he has no home. So forget what John saw in Revelation. Those are big buildings. But you are the best home he can occupy because he needs to take the world. He needs to take the system because the world is systems, right? Cosmos. So if he's going to take the system, he cannot use an angel. He cannot use a beast because angels or beasts or demons do not fit into this system. Have you realized that people and countries where demons are are credited with working the most are countries without systems no you didn't hear me so in Africa everything is demons and Satan if there's no electricity no light as we call it they say is Satan behind the non-electricity of this country they have no system oh it's almost like once there's system Satan says oh I can't go there so it doesn't torment rich people kind of it doesn't torment Britain, but go to Africa. There's deliverance churches everywhere because there's no system. So it looks like Satan is working, but in this system, men establish systems. So people then are praying for systems to be destroyed. It cannot be. You bring will. But if he's going to do that, it's not going to use angels. Because whatever I wants to use must fit into the system. However it is the will of God, however big it is, it must be system. So, and what kind of homo sapiens fits into this system? Humans. So if it's going to take over the system, it needs you. That's why it, it calls you his home. Because to take over, it has to be something that fits into the system. No matter how powerful an angel is, he cannot take, o- take over HSBC. If he uses all his power, it will only last for a minute. Eventually, we will defeat angels. Because humans will never just accept a forehead stuff ruling them. It's not going to work. So it needs you. It's you. But then... It says, so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. He wants to make a home in that heart. Remember this. The brain just receives signals. The heart is the base, the database of all information of creation. So the issue now is, if you love God with all your heart, I want you to hear this. This is important. If you love God with all your heart, without your soul and mind, guess what happens? Your heart is all for God. But you see, the brain, mind, soul, that receives signal, will not be able to receive what God is saying in your heart. Why? Because it will be wed. So for your mind to obey the heart, it has to be love. Otherwise, you will be weird. And the moment, even if your heart is saying it, have you ever heard that, oh, I think God is leading me to support because I don't want to look weird. Yeah? Your brain received it, but you didn't do it. Guess what? You didn't love with your mind. Your heart has received love. You didn't hear me. That's why the body of Christ is not producing Elon Musk or a Kanye. Now he's born again, right? Hopefully. But it's weird, right? 
So the question to you will be, are you afraid to be word? If you're afraid to be word, you've not something to love completely. The pity you meet, met today or meet or met today, that wasn't who I am. But my heart is leading to something and I love so much that I could not say no. When he said it has to be a church of young people, when he said, come with me, I'll show you deeper what has ordained all these young guys. And I'm looking at a whole congregation, older people who will move away and who did move away because it's just young people now. My heart has received, my heart, the database, the database, power base, has received something. But my brain now has to interpret it to the system. So in the system called church, you don't do all of these things. So we are weird. But because I love with my mind. So when he looked at you and said, love God with all your heart, your soul, your mind. It's just saying, if you love with your heart. But your emotion is still subject to your tradition, subject to your culture, subject to your, to your whatever else. I don't want to mention things. Then the signal thing will not work. It's not going to make sense in this world. So are you afraid to be word? Are you afraid to be controversial? Because in the will, they don't know anything called controversial. They just know obedience. Because you love. And upon that system, and all, you need to listen to this sound cloud again. Upon that system, and all the powers of Moses and Elijah. Because upon this love, and all the laws and the prophet. So do you want to see you be legendary in court, revolutionary in a generation? Christ must dwell in your heart and you must love with your mind and, and, and soul to the point where it doesn't matter what it looks like because it's received a signal from the base which is the heart. So what we did is to disconnect from the base which is just outward information that's what i call disinformation because there's a way to do church and it's in pastor's heart they already know the way but the light in them is darkness because it's therefore not relevant to the next generation so you have a kanye turning the word upside down because it's word his heart just receives a signal and he's just gonna do it regardless of what anybody says but good for him because he's already a musician out there so he's acceptable but if it's back because you are building a new move, it is weird. But they will have no choice. That's why they can do documentaries now and put you among rappers. They, but in the documentary, you a, anyone that has sense know what is real, who is who. Not the mate of anyone there. On anything. But they are all beautiful people. And I love them. So that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. And I pray that you. Being rooted and established in love. In, in, in your prayer life. In fasting. In giving. You've been rooted and grounded. You know rooted. It means you're deep in it. You've been rooted and grounded in God. In love. In God. In love. May be able to do what? May have 
together with all the Lord's holy. Did you see it open after your rootedness and groundedness? Power comes. Power that you may have power with all God's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high. You can never know how much Christ loves you if you don't have power. Two, it takes a level of power to comprehend that He died for you. You don't understand that. Listen to this song, Cloud, again later. Verse 19. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge. That you may be filled to the measure of all the He started that prayer. This is the most important prayer in the Bible as far as I know. I'm a, and I'm concerned. He started that prayer with that Christ may dwell in your heart. Then it talks about the measure of the fullness of love. The measure of the fullness of God. Look, listen to me please guys. The fullness of God. He created the whole world in six days. And yet, that's not his fullness. So, for me, I'll just say, look, half of the power you created the world in two, six days with, if I just have that, I'm fine. But Paul is so crazy that he's saying that, I'm asking you to have the fullness of it. Re the power of God. This should be simple, right? He created the whole world in six days. Skies, galaxies, things that were still discovering six days. And out of the six days, he worked for like maybe 20 minutes in a day. So look at your life. How long are we going to live for? If you live old, 100 maybe. You can create a whole life in six days and rest for the rest of your life. So when the fullness of God comes, I can only even talk about half of his fullness because I've not seen the fullness. Or little of the fullness. When the fullness comes, retirement will be at age 10. Because he only worked for six days. You're not hearing me. Because you will stumble in court on something that creates the rest of your life and you won't work for a day anymore because of the fullness of God. That you may know that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness is a greater life. It's not subject to this system. So what I'm asking you to do tonight, everyone, whatever field you belong to, think differently and know that if you belong to the beauty world, there's a fullness of God in that beauty world. But what you're focusing on is the problem. If you focus on love, you have God. And if you have God, you're creating one day something that will be sufficient for the next 90 years. That's what's going to happen. That's how we'll be at the command of the evolution. Yet I have one more. Let me just do one more scripture because of time and close. Then we'll treat this. Either we do it seven days in a row or we do it seven weeks, whichever way. Whatever you have time for is what I'll do. No, not whatever you have time for. Whatever God has time for. Romans chapter 8. I'll try and make this my last scripture for tonight. Romans 8. Start with NIV, then be ready with message. Um, yeah. Chapter 8, verse 9 to 11. You, however. Are not in you, the... You, however. You, however, 
are not in the realm of the flesh. So the next time we talk about this topic, I'm going to talk about realms. Look, tonight actually I wanted to start with something called the realm of the dead. Because, but then I thought there are younger people watching, it might scare some people. There's a place called the realm of the dead. That's where people go to when they leave this world. It's a realm. It's not hell or heaven. It's a realm. Like finance is a realm. Actually, let me give you a scripture so that you can understand a little bit. Scripture, a little bit, very little. Ezekiel 32, 27. Quickly, please. They do not then Isaiah 14 9 tell me but they do not lie with the fallen warriors of old who went down to the realm of the dead with their weapons of war NIV says realm of this spirit realm is a realm those who don't have bodies they live there it's like a world is a realm is a is a municipality on its own is a territory tell me no, you were reading something. The realm of the dead with their weapons of but war. But they do not lie with the fallen warriors of old. Who went down to the realm of the dead. With, with their weapons of war. Their swords placed under their heads and their shields resting on their bones. Though these warriors also had terrorized the land of the living. Oh God, not tonight. I don't even want to be tempted. They went down to, with their weapons. This is a place. They lie down there. They live there. People live there. It's operational just as this world is. It's a realm. Imagine what I want to do is to now put these side by side with the financial realm. But again, not tonight. But then what gives us access is the foundation I laid tonight. Isaiah 14, 9. The realm of the dead below is all astir to meet you at your coming. It rouses the spirits of the departed to, to greet you. And those who were leaders in the world, it makes them rise from their thrones. All those who were kings over the nations. They live in the realm of the spirits. The realm of the dead. So, but I won't keep emphasizing that because then some people will have dreamed that they saw their grandfather and stuff like that. It's a, it's a realm. Again, imagine that that's the realm of the spirit. People live there. They dwell there. They live as you're living. And then there's a financial realm. We've got to bridge this thing at some point, right? But let me leave that. Let's go back to where we're coming from. Romans. You, however, are not in the, in the realm of the flesh. Let's wait for them. Are they? You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to so Christ. So you see why Paul was praying that prayer? When he said that Christ may live in you through faith. And when you see the scripture that we're going to read, but we didn't manage to read, abide in me and let my word abide in you. It is to shift realms. So what happens is, 
a realm is living in you and you're living in a realm but you are in a body and the only way that realm can take over this realm is to look for people who are actually dead to self dead i just added self dead but a realm is living in them you didn't hear me so they will be wed the bible says so is a man of the spirit you can't predict him he lives in another realm another realm lives in him so if they are going to take over this system they have to have men that christ really lives in and he cannot live in shared apartment the reason why christ is not fully living in most of us is because we tell him there are other people who parent here and we offer them a room and he says i cannot live in a room we come with our realm it says there is a realm much more powerful richer than what you can see but you see the average christian forget the normal man those are not even human he lives in this realm everything in this realm scares him or makes him happy so he says shift realm if christ lives in you because it comes with a whole realm so what happened in adam christ came he put his word in him actually we have to read that abide in me the word shifted adam's realm remember adam was coming from his native land the word shifted that realm so what was living in adam now is another realm so god can look at him and say have dominion because we are the ones living in you someone says how does financial evolution comes into these finances is a realm in fact there are only two realms god and money it's a realm it's a dominion have you not understood the power of money money is a dominion money is a world it takes everything and god needs you to understand that realm by having the spiritual asset which is your spiritual development because if you have that other realm money you have the political power as well and god says is enough for not having is enough not having churches and church that has enough power real power by spiritual development and if anyone does not have the spirit of christ they do not belong to christ verse 10 but if christ is in you then even though your body is subject to death because of sin do you understand why he said because of sin it didn't say because of sins sins is i commit adultery for you that's sins god does not it that's not the issue it's sin one what adam did because of humanity adam became an ordinary human because of humanity your body is subject to death because you're human tell me quickly the spirit gives life because of righteousness you know righteousness because of standing right with god the spirit gives you life tell me quickly and if the spirit of him who raised jesus from the dead is living in you he who raised christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body because of his spirit who lives in you message 8 to 11 9 to 8 9 to 11 so you can understand it better with message and i'll stop with message tell me but if god himself has taken up residence in your life you can hardly be thinking more of yourself than of him do you under, do you understand this 
I feel like I've lost you a lot tonight though. But don't worry, when you listen to the SoundCloud again. But I shouldn't. These should be things you're already spiritually matured enough to take. But if God himself has taken up residence in your life, residence, he leaves there. Then you, you're going to think, how can God physically live in this body? We were making joke of those who, I said, we, we, we sing church where someone will say, I prayed on the anointing oil, now drink it. They drink it and they say, ooh, like, as if demon is coming out of your physical body. Like, does it live in your liver, your intestine? That's not how it works. The, the moment you start thinking, you are in another realm. You didn't hear me. The moment right now you're thinking, you are in another world. I can see your body. And your eyes, these eyes, these two, two stuff here, white and black stuff, is looking at me. But you see, the moment you're thinking, another eye switches on. Another body is moving. You know when you're thinking you're moving it's just that this body is not moving sometimes you're thinking of food but you're looking at pity and you say wow wow sir i already know you're gone after one minute of time i know you're gone but when you went you were in a world some of you have been speaking now so so look at what happened with technology when you go you're looking at something your body is somewhere when you go nobody knows where you've gone to so someone said don't worry we're gonna think about what men think about then they created social media so that when your body's present in your room you are in their own world whoever controls controls instagram or whatever entertainment as you because whatever realm as people as finances so whereas you used to travel and nobody knows where you went to now when you want to think just 30 seconds of trying to think you just pick your phone and you're going to their world they've got you you're in their realm so they are saying the time you spend in another world that we don't know let's keep reducing it so that you can give them views and times then they become billionaires isn't it now the bible says here but if god himself has taken residence in you you can hardly be thinking of yourself meaning we would always have you in the spirit realm at least most times sometimes to start with the moment it starts increasing we can begin to relate with you more about what we want to invent on earth what we can do in order to take over then if you love us with your mind and soul your brain can translate it and that, that love will help you to see through. You will not be afraid of what the Spirit is leading you to. If it's telling you to say something, you will not be afraid. Because you're not saying it because you're important. You're saying it because you love. But it comes from his residence and you tell me. You can hardly be thinking more of yourself than of him. Anyone, of course, who has not welcomed this invisible but clearly present God. Wait, wait. Did you see that? It said anyone who has not welcomed this invincible but clearly present. How? How can you be invincible? And it did not just say present. Again, it's gone into tautology because it cannot describe the present. So it uses clearly to be able to explain something. 
so that when people look at you they will say look we can't see God but we can't see him who has not welcomed this invincible but clearly present that means you will not just talk about him as a guy in the sky your life will demonstrate him anyone who has not welcomed this invincible but clearly present God the spirit of Christ won't know what we're talking about but for you who welcome him in whom he dwells even though you still experience all the limitations of sin. Did you see that now? So it's not physical. There's limitations of sin. You are human. You yourself. Experience life on God's terms. Please, it's, when you get back home, you need to read the scripture. I can't say that. It's that you yourself will experience life, but it won't be on the term of this color of your skin. It won't be on the term of your culture. It will be on the terms of God. So, when the river at Jesus speak, the ocean, they behaved on these terms. They were not saying we will sink you. No, you can't sink him, sink him because he's experiencing life on God's terms. Are you listening to me tonight? Don't sleep off now because that will be human life, right? say it's time to sleep so I'm dozing it's human I get it you're experiencing limitation so don't be surprised if you experience limitation in life as well you yourself will experience life so what you need to write down is life what is life on God's terms so it is no longer life on your terms we're talking about power beyond what you can imagine life on God's terms is like Jesus wanted to feed 5,000 and they only have five loaves but the bread is not telling Jesus how many people they can feed Jesus tells the bread how many people it can feed now naturally normally five breads can only feed at most 10 people and they will not have enough but this is life those five breads come and Jesus tells them on God's terms even though you have five loaves and two fishes of fish, you can feed 5,000. Are you listening to me tonight? Oh God, you're not hearing me. You're hearing me. So someone can take the most little money and that money will not tell you what it can do. You will tell it even though you are 1K. You can buy me a mansion. You are experiencing life on God's terms. Now that's what we've been called to do. Do you want to read something? Yes or no? Okay, tell me. It stands to reason, doesn't it? That if the alive and present God who raised Jesus from the dead moves into your life, he'll do the same thing in you that he did in Jesus. Bringing you alive to himself. When God lives and breathes Jesus, in you, Jesus was completely dead. He went to the realm of the dead. His body was gone. But something happened. If the spirit of evil raised Jesus lives in you so even though the body died the spirit resurrected because he allotted the brain for all his body to start working his finger that the, the brain has picked a signal from the heart you didn't hear me he allotted the brain so because his brain is gone that's why you're dead ends cannot move because nothing can tell it the spirit of Christ 
works in our human body to the place where we become earthly relevant because of the kind of signal so even if the body is dead it means that you have human limitation you come from a background you are you are limited you maybe you're not first class but that's the body being dead it is genetic from your dna will give birth to you the life of a man is in his blood that's human he said even if your body is dead which most of it is dead because of sin humanity he said but if the spirit moves in oh you're not hearing me tonight if you allow the spirit of christ to dwell in you there will be no limitation there will be nothing impossible for you not because a motivational speaker says so because they can say but they have nothing to back it there's no power the spirit of christ who lives in you is to make god clearly present in today's world so the move of god cannot be relevant 30 years ago because that will not be god it cannot be relevant when there was revival 40 years ago wherever there are young people now the move of god is there unless if you cannot find vessels whose heart he can he lives in and whose brain love him so much that they can obey the signal that they are receiving so whatever field is sent you to is calling you your heart has already picked it your brain is blocking it out but what the brain wants to do is to resurrect jesus from the dead because the spirit lives in you so yield to the spirit allow love to be in you then you begin to yield to the wetness because what happened to let me just say pity i wanted to say us but that would be confusing what happened to pity was as it was growing and grooming me in love i became so desensitized to people's opinion or how the church want things to run receiving things in my spirit i just did it and i was not afraid to fail because love got to a point where you have no comprehension of success or failure love desensitizes us from the meaning of failure so we don't understand no more what is failure because i can hardly think of anything for myself than god that's what message says so i can only think of god because the spirit of god moved in me the real baptism of the holy ghost it now lives in me and because it does so i can't think of oh what if i fail because in that equation i don't exist no more so i wasn't thinking what if this does not work i don't know if you're understanding me tonight and until you get to that stage there is no breakthrough there is nothing like what if my life don't work i said but that means i'm not thinking no you are thinking but you can hardly think read that scripture again message 9 11 quickly it stands to reason doesn't it that if the alive and present God who raised Jesus from the dead moves into your life he'll do the same thing in you that he did in Jesus did you see what he would do the same thing that he did in Jesus so how are people speaking in tongues and we're not seeing the same thing he did in Jesus love is not there if the same spirit that was living in jesus lives in you 
he will do the same thing this man turned water to water he will do the same thing but ultimately he raised him that's the most important miracle the resurrection he will do the same bringing you alive to himself when God lives and breathes in you and he does as surely as he did in Jesus you are delivered from that dead life with his spirit living in you your body will be as alive as Christ's can I close with this you didn't hear me D did you read that scripture you did it with his spirit living in you your body will be as alive as Christ's is Christ is is he here that's why I said you didn't read it you need to think about it it didn't say you'll be as alive it said your body will be as alive as Christ's I didn't know Christ was the body is on earth we can't see him because you see this writing there is no difference between heaven and earth if it's not in this world in this earth it does not mean it's not in this world the world and earth is different so in system his body is just as alive even though you can't see it but he is so alive because you can't see system you feel it and you just don't feel it you see okay you can't see system but you see it if i may put it that way there's a mortgage system you can't see it but you see it it's obvious you see god's realm right and i'm just starting this if you allow love to reign supreme in your life the love of god the love of people if it begins to guide you the spirit moves into your life completely your heart is soaked with him then you allow progressively that love to take over your mind and soul now i'm not just now saying that so that you'll be nice so that you love god to a place where you are numb to the result of things the reason why stagnation is stagnation is because we were numb to the results I've never ever, I can't think of one day in the last 16 years that I thought of what if this don't work because I do not have a definition of it worked. It is God's terms now. You see why you cannot accept love completely? There is a definition of life working according to, I don't know who gave you the terms but you're working on someone's terms so it almost looked like I didn't care about nothing it's like a reckless abandonment we didn't, I didn't start housing people so that I can become many I didn't know then that this can happen we were just doing it so there was no terms there was no definition of success it's just God's terms and that's why we could feed 5,000 with five loaves. Did you want to read something? I want to close. Amplify classics. Quickly. And if the spirit of him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, 
then he who raised up Christ Jesus from the dead will also restore to life your mortal I love the word restore because he, he, you see the way Adam was Adam was a superhuman that's what the Holy Ghost is doing in your life right now that's what he wants to do so don't take your eyes off your spiritual asset that's the that's the that's how to have a stake in the evolution of the financial he will raise up Jesus from the dead will restore to will restore life you will look at your own mortal body tonight and say but I have life now but he said this is not life this is life on someone's terms he wants you to have life on God's terms. We're going to pray in the spirit tonight. I want you to, to build up your holy faith for finish that scripture. Will also restore to life your mortal, short-lived, perishable bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. He said this body is perishable, but whilst it is here, you will do the unthinkable. Men will look at the systems you built and they will say this is unbelievable and again right now because you th there is a darkness in us you're already thinking little me who defined you that's life on your terms so every national must be on such a fire that they can do anything because where you're receiving signal from it's not from the newspaper you're not receiving signal from your parent you're not re and those are strong signals you're receiving signal from love who by the way is not in heaven from God who by the way is not in heaven is in your heart so when my heart told me ordain young people I'm not thinking what if this didn't work I don't understand what it means not working I could only see one thing you see the day I started ordaining that was the day I succeeded because my success is defined in ordain so the moment I took a Shadia and Sam and said, you are now pastors, I've succeeded. That's God's terms. What it will become, God's terms. So there were people you ordained but fell off. God's terms. That's Judas. He ordained it. That's success. So you can't tell me calling Judas to be a disciple was a failure. What success? Stop controlling their narrative, the terms. Did you hear what I just said? You are trying to control the time so you are living on your terms God says switch realms I've not started this teaching at all but if you can hang all the law put the anger up that's love so when we begin to pray in the Holy Ghost tonight you're doing something praying in the spirit builds your love life Jude is that love you need to look for Someone say, how will I become the best in computer or in editing or that? Increase your love life. The best trader. When people begin to lose money for you in trading, check their love. Something is going on dark. Look at Jude saying. But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most... Building up yourself in your most holy faith, praying... In the Holy Spirit. Then doing what? Keep yourself in God's love. Keeping yourself in the love of God by building up yourself on your most holy faith. 
praying in the Holy Ghost and it says what you do when you do that is you keep yourself in the love of God that's why we pray in the spirit your love life grows you no longer feel word to obey what he's saying not feeling word because you really when it comes to spiritual things you don't know shit. do you know how many times God has told people to put a trade or buy a crypto or do this and they didn't then you're trying to reach your target in the month and they don't have money because they are not in love so they won't have then they will say I repent and God told me and for them who has finished the whole matter no it didn't it set you back it's not the giving that was affected it's the fact that God realizes or God not realize but realize for English word that you, you you've not grown in love you're still looking at the effect of it on you as a person I don't care about what happens to my body drag me do every I don't care what I have to care about is that I obeyed God to that point otherwise that means I'm thinking highly of myself I'm going to be getting out of love. Are you ready to pray tonight? So again, in case this was so long, you're thinking, so uh, this is short for me. I would have preached all through the night. Switch realms. If I had time, guess where I would have gone next? He said, but you therefore, friends, are not in the realm of the flesh. He calls it a realm. Then when I saw that in scripture, guess what? I understood Galatians 5 more and when I understood Galatians 5 I got angry from with the church at work they just slammed us with the work of the flesh and sin 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 every day but they never told us it's the behavior of a realm is a realm he said you're not in the realm of the flesh he said but therefore the works of the flesh that realm are this then he tells us about the realm of the spirit I said, what has this got to do with finances? You want to see what would happen next in the world? Grow in love. And you see, it does not make sense, right? How do I know what would happen next in crypto by love? How? I need a soothsayer, a marabout to know that. No, it's love. You will know. And hey, you will create something in a day because of the fullness of God. So the prayer we're first going to pray is that Ephesians 3. So when you pray that, you then begin to pray in the Spirit. Building up your faith to fulfill that Ephesians 3. Then anything. How will COD take the whole world by planning programs in uni? Yes, they will do that. That's gift. But the base is love. You know how many times people, TVs have interviewed me and asked me, what if this fails? What if this is a fail? What if this don't work out? It's been years. Because the asset that guarantees it, if love does not fail, the manifestations won't fail. A thousand and one thing can come up against it, but there is that guarantee. Are you ready to pray tonight? I want us to worship and pray for the next five minutes in the spirit. I've just started a series. 
soon we'll get to the financial world but I implore you and I, you know I don't usually do this listen to this again until you're filled with the spirit if the spirit of either raised Jesus from the dead so what I'm saying to myself every morning is Toby you have not seen half not even one percent of the fullness of God so I'm pressing towards that. I'm not pressing towards taking nations because that will happen naturally I don't want a call to come and I didn't do it because I will feel the world will feel I'm wed so imagine where Elon Musk and Co are receiving signals from and the world is and there are many more I'm just using one person as an example and they look weird but Christians don't want to look weird we don't want to look like we're doing something out of place but what we don't know is that out of place is in place at the right time did you hear what I just said out of place is just being in place when the right time comes I rest my case tonight lift up your voice tonight the spirit of the Lord whatever worship I just want worship not invite worship and we're gonna use five minutes I'll hand over the microphone Pastor Hobie be ready and we're just gonna pray in the spirit building up yourself on your most holy faith I'm praying in the spirit someone will say it doesn't make sense you're speaking rubbish that's your problem keep speaking sense and let's see what happens let me speak rubbish he's gotten me this far so you're just giving all your money well let me do that it's gotten me this far let me let me stay that way are you ready to pray tonight i just said i don't care how unintelligent or disadvantaged your background or your brain is switch off that realm or how cerebral your brain was switch on that realm there's a better realm this realm is better the realm of the spirit i feel i'm still talking to someone switch off that realm in that other realm there is fear what would happen tomorrow what will someone do what would no in this realm is a higher better life that's what we've demonstrated if you've not fully entered into that i've given you the password tonight l-o-v-e love it never fails it can never fail check your love life and as you pray in the holy ghost tonight guess what happens the spirit of god will begin to point you to areas where you're not walking in love someone you need to forgive something you just need to even forget i know forgiving is great forgetting some has to be both just follow that instruction guess why god is saying all this to us tonight nation family we're about to enter a new level finances is this new level the next 10 years will bring us billions finances be beyond what we can ever imagine and it will happen to every single one of you that's what's gonna happen someone is already calculating how will this be what's your business on how it will be love is how it will be are you ready to pray tonight pray in the holy ghost if you will you'll need ephesians 3 first then we'll pray in the holy ghost five minutes then you close the service again we have no service tomorrow lounge service on sunday is gonna be great so connect with your houses those who have venues already 
those who have venues go to the venues and just be a blessing win souls it's going to be beautiful but before then let's pray I think we should pray tonight I think there's an increase over this house tonight whenever the word comes out spirit is imparted so there's spirit there's faith right now walk in that faith in the name of Jesus go for a living stone I love you all Wherever you are tonight, I want you to get ready for the praise of prayer. Just for a moment, I want you to worship as you prepare for the place of prayer. That's right, Livingstone, go for it. Begin to raise your praise. Wherever you are, begin to raise your voices as a family to pray. As we get into the Ephesians free prayer, I just want you to begin to pray wherever you are. That's right. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Just one more time. Let's go together tonight to Ephesians 3 as we pray for a moment. Please read for me. I kneel before the Father. For this reason, we kneel before the Father. Go on. From whom every family in heaven and on earth That's derives right. its name. Yeah. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power. Why do we pray so confidently tonight? Because there's supply. It says, I pray out of a place of supply. There's a glorious storage, glorious riches by which he strengthens us, nation family. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you, yeah? With power. With power. Through his spirit. Through his asset. Go in on. your inner being. In our inner storage, our inner being. This is how we pray tonight because what we have heard tonight is that our base where God speaks to us from is love. You know, as we were praying the scripture or as we're using the scripture to pray, as PT was closing, I was hearing the scripture that says, wake up. 
and strengthen what remains and is about to die. You know why I want us to pray this prayer? Because we at this point understand from the words that God empowers us from the inside out. Whatever we are to see outside of us is going to come from what is actually alive within us. Read this one more for me and I'll take you to another scripture. I pray that out of his glorious riches, go on. He may strengthen you with power yeah. through his spirit in your inner being. Why? So that Christ may dwell in So your that Christ may dwell in our hearts, yeah? Through faith. Through faith. And I pray that you... Being rooted and established in love... Yeah. May have power together with all the Lord's holy that people. That we may have power together with all the Lord's holy people tonight. All across the nations, God wants to put a new force, a new realm of power. You know, I want you to hear this for sure. What you are to be is a sacrifice unto God's man. And I have to say it like this because, you know, one day, Isaac, I want us to pray a prayer. We're still praying the Ephesians 3 prayer. But Isaac actually became complicit to his father, agreeing to die as an expression of love, laying down himself on the altar. And at that moment when Isaac, oh God, when Isaac decided that his expression of love was the offering of himself for what God had bestowed on his father. At that moment, there was the moving of God's realm into the life of Isaac. Before this moment, Isaac had no story about him. Before this moment, there was no power being seen, only that there was a promise. What am I saying to you, nation family? Today, we make the decision as a collective to offer our bodies as a sacrifice. And at this point, what does God do? The realm of God moves into that body. No, you didn't hear the scripture. So yes, you were limited by sin. That body was as good as dead. But when the spirit of God comes into this body, this body is as alive as Christ. So what are we praying over the nation family tonight? What are we praying that, Lord, strengthen me in my inner man. How? By moving your realm into me. Move the realm of God into this limited body and allow Christ to be seen in the world. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? Wherever you are in the nation, wherever you are in your family homes, this is what we're about to pray as a collective. God, move your realm into me. Strengthen me with your spirit with power strengthen me by your spirit in my inner man move your realm into us so for the next five minutes i want us to pray and as we begin to pray what is the declaration over the son over isaac that though you are subject to death there's a declaration from heaven that this man experienced expressed showed love and declaration over Isaac declaration over you and I is this that this man is not allowed to die like everybody else you're not allowed to live in poverty nation family you're not allowed to be mediocre nation family so once again Lord strengthen us strengthen us in our inner man in this space so that we can truly live I want you to raise your voices wherever you are nation family Yes, as the living stone we begin to worship, I want you to pray this. That's the song. Strengthen us in our inner man. Strengthen each family. I want you to raise your voice, even here in the nation, even here in this studio. I want you to raise your voice and begin to pray for the move of God into your life. Live a song choir, go for it. 
Just for a few minutes, I want you to begin to pray. Strengthen me. Move heaven into me. Move the realm of God into me. Let the declarations of God be seen through each family. There's a word spoken over you. Today, what you are asking God is to move his realm. To push his realm into this man. Push his realm into Isaac, into each family. Yes, let us know. Go for it. Strengthen us, Lord. Strengthen us, Lord. Strengthen me in my inner man. Strengthen me that I may live as Christ. This body be alive as Christ is. That Christ may dwell in my heart by faith. Yes, Lord. That I may truly come alive. That I may be restored to the man that Adam was before the fall. Strengthen us, Lord. Yes, Lord, strengthen us. Move the realm of God into the houses, into the families. In the name of Jesus, that I may walk truly worthy of the Lord. Let me tell you something about the place of prayer. Especially prayer as instructed by the word. Again, this is what I hear. That we should wake up and strengthen what remains. And in case you don't understand the scripture, remember that gifts will cease. Nation family, I need you to hear me. Gifts will cease. But what we were introduced today is how alive love is. Gifts were seized and scripture says that there are only few things that abide, love being one of them. Love abides so God actually says to us tonight that after everything, what I want you to do is understand that this remains, now strengthen it. COD family, strengthen that asset that God has given you. Strengthen your base so that you can truly live. How would we take the nations, guys, by strengthening, increasing our capacity of love? This is how Pastor Toby took the nations, and this is the template being given to us. So these are prayers that you don't pray easy. These are prayers that you pray with everything in you, that, Lord, strengthen me in my inner man, in my base, strengthen me. Strengthen me in my base so I can be powerful truly, not having a form of godliness, but having real power, real power, nation, family. Power to draw a people, power to bring in a harvest. So yes, God says to us tonight, strengthen what remains. You at times look like things were lacking. God says, look, look into your life properly. Love, love still remains, strengthen it. And how do we strengthen this nation, family? Engagement. Tonight we make a decision and I said this to the COD family earlier this week, you choose to raise your standard. It's at this point you begin to raise your standard in giving. In soul winning, you raise your standard and how do you do that? You strengthen yourself. If I wanted to lift a higher kg in gym, I have to get engaged with it. Tonight we raise a standard. Tonight we ask God out of his storehouse, strengthen us in our inner man with power by your spirit. So again, I'm going to allow you a moment to pray. 
and it's from this moment listen to me from this moment there are people that were so simple that will be made wise people never having the ability to speak that will give forth the oracles of God from tonight but how does this happen strengthening Lord strengthen us and looking at all the families elite we're praying for strengthening strengthening to carry this work so once again I want us to pray this prayer with the understanding this that strengthen what remains before it dies so nation family once again as we gather in this holy moment we pray that God out of your storehouse remember that scripture says that if anyone lacks wisdom for example that he should ask and God not finding fault will give to him liberally we have found scripture and tonight out of your glorious riches strengthen the nation the nation family to a new height raise our standards in our giving raise our compassionate level our compassion level for people may we not be so carried away with system that we miss love for out of love all things are given birth to so nation family once again I want you to begin to pray holding the hand of your neighbor and your home and you're asking God Lord strengthen this house in fact let me give you a scripture God one day through Christ Christ looked at Peter and what did he say to Peter Peter do you love me more than these yeah he said do you love me more than these and if you read certain translations what did he actually say he said Peter do you love me more than the other apostles do you know what I actually said to the COD family I said that do you know what this means for us is at this point you make a confession to God that my giving is an expression that I love you more than even my neighbor my soul winning is an expression that I love you more than my neighbor so I want us to pray and I'm passionate about this because we have seen the power of prayer by the direction of our leader. I want us to pray. Lord, strengthen us that everything we begin to do from this moment will be an expression that, Lord, indeed, I love you more than my neighbor, more than John. Every family should be making that declaration. I want to show you through this month's giving that I love you more than my neighbor. So I want you to raise your voice for a few more minutes before we close. And I want you to ask God to strengthen you, move the healing, move the realm of God into me so that I can be truly alive. I want you to raise your voices just for a few more minutes as Livingstone worships. Ask God to strengthen you. Go for it, Livingstone. Yes, Lord. Ricato sopria de 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 cosuriata. Icalianto bradisca haya. E de 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 bosopria da da badasca. Strengthen us, strengthen us, oh God, Maria. Rados caliata. Rede kedelianto sopriata. Randini bianto sopriate. E kedelianto sopriata da badasca. Strengthen elite. Strengthen power base. Strengthen connect, strengthen family capital, strengthen post, Liliato Sobrianda, Maliata, strengthen inspire in the name of Jesus, strengthen the COD house, Ricato Sobrianda, strengthen shepherds, Ricato Bredesh, Kelebedo Sobrianda, Ribantos, Kelebianta, Yama Ande, Maliata, Maliata, 
Maliata, Matos, Kelebedianta, Roto Pradesh, Kavedebo, Oso Prianda, Maliato, Kabandesh, Kelebodo, Rakini Vianta, Radoske, Telebodo, Randis, Kaliata. One more minute, I want you to begin to grow, pray. Maso, Pradesh, Kabahanda, strengthen us, oh God. Out of your glorious riches, strengthen us, oh God. Out of what is abundant, strengthen us, oh God. Strengthen us, Maliata. Strengthen our storehouses, strengthen our storehouses, strengthen us, move the realm of God into each family, the realm of God into each family in the name of Jesus Maliata Masopradesh kaba ande Matobra ikataliata Etiata Santo Pradesh kabahaya Mantobradesh kete Yes Lord Strengthen us Lord that we may walk One more minute to praise One more minute to pray nation family Strengthen me Mataya Mataya Mantaya Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord.